Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show caused by our current world and everything within it. I'm Biz Paul. I'm still in the UK because now we're not allowed to leave and I'm joined by someone who can just do what she likes. It's Felicia Jones from the USA. Hey Paul, I'm still in the basement but I'm throwing serious side-eye today. Oh goodness. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Why is that then? Well, it's Martin Luther King Day, and it's just very interesting seeing all of the people put up Martin Luther King quotes that have not been living the dream, so to speak. Really? And that does surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) It's been very interesting watching all of the quotes pass by, like, well, didn't you, like, say something, like, a few weeks ago? But okay. Hey, now, don't be all hatey, Felicia. I'm sure they put a black square on. That's why I'm Haiti and I'm (laughs) side-eyeing. Are you sort of suggesting that these people are not genuine? They're not. uh, Yes. Yes, I'll go with that. (laughs) Let's cut to the chase. They're not genuine. So, okay. um, I've got questions. Can I ask them? Go for it. I have answers, maybe. Okay. Uh, Martin Luther King Day. Is it his birthday or is it the day he got assassinated? No, it's um, in honor of his birthday. So his birthday okay. is um, January 15th. So it was actually on, I, I think if I'm correct, it was on the Friday. Friday was his birthday. Um, right. So it's always kind of like the, uh, I think it's the third Monday in January, which is kind of usually around his birthday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was assassinated in April. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's no commemoration on that day or... Well, a lot of people commemorate it and a lot of you'll see a lot of things happening. But for the most part, a lot of a lot of his honoring is happening on Martin Luther King Day. Right. Which is the right day. You would choose the day that he was born. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But uh, but obviously people have forgotten all of the terribly racist things that they've said over the last 12 months and gone straight in for the uh, the PR. Well, a lot of people seem to have forgotten a lot of racist things their family did over the last, <laughs> oh, 40 some years and yeah. gone straight for the PR as well. So there you go. Or in, or in fact, the racist things that maybe they did, I don't know, two weeks ago, perhaps. But <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Or oh, the people dear. who are holding offices and who just have no idea that they've been doing racist stuff. So I know. Well, it's you know, this, this it's, it's hard. You know, that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm, th- I'm thinking it must be it must be it must be so hard to be white. Racism is hard. <laughs> Racism is so hard. It's so hard. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> uh, that's made me smile actually. Thank you. <laughs> Racism um, makes you smile. That's no, awesome. no, 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 no. Hang on. Let's not take stuff like this out of context. Okay, not out of context. Good. I <laughs> know uh, you've cheered me up. I've been a bit moody and miserable Ooh. today. You sound moody and miserable. Mm. What's going on? Yeah, the the introduction there that took a lot of energy to read to read that. I mean, reading words is kind of like 2019, oh, so exhausting. I understand how hard it is. Yeah, I get it. Re- I get it. Reading exhausts me. That's like a side podcast, a side Ew. show. Reading words is hard for a lot it of people. Is. It is actually, to be fair. Um, yeah, well, look, obviously, we're just looking at Twitter and see what's going on on Twitter. And I've been a bit off social media the last few days. Uh, I'm just, you know, done with people. And uh, that social media just gave me people. So it had to it had to go. And it's still sort of gone for a bit. But I have looked at Twitter 
just now, just for us. And I can see that it's Blue Monday. Do you know what Blue Monday? Yeah. What is Do you know that? Blue Monday is? It's apparently the most depressing day of the year, the third Monday in January. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> however, however, it's not because Blue Monday turns out was invented by a travel company. You'll like this. It was invented by a travel company to get people to book holidays. Interesting. Never yeah. heard about this. Well, well so maybe it was British, but in, apparently this uh, travel company conducted this sort of pseudo sciencey thing. Mm-hmm. And um, the third Monday in January was the most depressing day of the year. So what you should obviously do is book a holiday. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that makes Smart, sense. Really? It's, um, it makes sense. I mean, these marketers definitely know how to read our moods. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. So that's, so that's, Probably the reason why I'm grumpy, except it's not true. So there you go. So you're just grumpy because you're tall? Yeah. Today, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just your natural demeanor. Okay, that makes sense. Well, actually, maybe that's it. Maybe maybe this has just exposed my actual true self. And (laughs) up until this point, I've been living a lie as a happy person um that tells jokes and has a bit of fun and you know has a certain joie de vivre um uh but that's that's i'm a i'm a fake i am fake news <laughs> well as long as you know who you are and can live your truth that's right <laughs> that's the only thing that matters <laughs> i'm coming out of the closet as a grump <laughs> i mean you were you were throwing signs of that you know around christmas and your birthday so <laughs> That is I'm true. not surprised. That is true. Not I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. So you need to cheer me up today. Okay. Well, you know, it is, um, from what I understand, it is cuffing season because we're leading up to <laughs> Valentine's Day. Okay. So that could be what's going on. You need somebody to cuff with, as the kids oh, say. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Now, see, I knew I'd have to ask this question. So I thought cuffing meant something very different. Well, you know, you've had a very interesting life. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't be surprised if you have a very different version of cuffing. <laughs> tell, me, tell me what cuffing is. <laughs> okay, cuffing season refers to a period of time where single people begin looking for short-term partnerships to pass the colder months of the year. Cuffing season usually begins in October and lasts until just after Valentine's Day. So I think maybe we've had a late cu- cuffing season. So maybe that's, you know, maybe you need to go cuff someone. So if that's on. how do, you do it. Do they, is this the idea that you, you deliberately uh, go and hook up with somebody to see you through the dark winter months? Or is, or is it that you just want a Valentine partner? It's probably a little bit of both so that you can have a Valentine partner so that you won't be alone on Valentine's Day because it oh, seems that sake. a lot of people don't like that. But also a lot of people, you know, who experience a lot of Blue Mondays and a lot of Blue other things, you know, just don't want to be alone during the cold, long winter. Well, that depends whether they're in their own household. I'd <laughs> or say, I'd bubble. Th- yeah, if they're not in a bubble and they're not in a household this year, I'd forget it, mate. 
I mean, but you know, but we we are meant to be like intimate human beings, you know. So I I I, I get the reason. I get why people want to do this cuffing thing. Mm-hmm. I I've never, you know, been a part of this. So good luck for everybody who's out there looking for some snuggles during the winter. Uh, do a little bit of huga. Huga. Oh, what is that? Huga. Huga is the Danish uh, word that represents kind of um cold winter warmth snuggles casual clothes i mean it could be like 2020 all over but um <laughs> like being in front of a fire with a book and a blanket around you um oh. just just enjoying that kind of setting that's huga oh that's kind of cool cuz it's snowing here so i understand that i've i've transitioned to flannel button down shirts now <laughs> That's okay. where I am in life. But we need to go back just a moment. What was your definition of cuffing? <laughs> well, the, there's a phrase here about collars and cuffs and whether they match to do with to do with hair dye. <laughs> okay. Does that give you enough? Yeah, okay. Okay. You all with your dogging and all this other stuff. <laughs> I, I did put a post up on social media just talking about our our show, Humans Exhaust Me. And I said, the one thing I really have learned from doing this since last year is you British people say words funny. Well, do you know, I've got to tell you, I was reading something uh, just the other day about differences between US English and British English and how how the difference occurred because it turns out that ye olde shakespeare uh-huh. uh, would actually use a lot of the the spellings that you guys would use today like color and honor um <laughs> <laughs> what was that again <laughs> color and honor uh, i'm just trying to say it without the u in it yeah yeah how, how do you say it with a u Color and honor. You just say color and honor. Yeah. It's but, or. But we say it right. So anyway. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so 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 apparently okay. he he used he used those spelling, but in his time in the sort of Middle Ages and stuff, the spelling was quite loose. You could basically spell stuff however you wanted but when the founding fathers came over to america they wanted to very much uh put a, a you know draw a line in the sand and <laughs> say we are going to deviate from uh, british english because of everything that it represents and we're going to simplify the spelling of certain words like we're going to put one l in jewelry not two. Oh, there's two l's in jewelry there's two oh, wow. l's in jewelry yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're going to remove the in from aluminium and create aluminum. Yeah, aluminum. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> you know. So basically the founding fathers made sure words were said properly. Well, no, I don't think we can say properly because at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're just deciding how you guys going forward want to pronounce things in the same way that you decided how you wanted to do democracy. And look what's happened now. Ooh, shady. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I get your shade. Which is the wrong word. 
okay, fine. We can just move on from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you balance that? I, I have no idea. We were talking about cuffing season. And oh, yeah. Being grumpy. All right. <laughs> and you went into British English. So maybe there's oh, something yes. there. No, it's you. You said that British people say words funny when, you know. Yeah. We yeah, do. Well, but Yeah, you, you know. do. You really do. I've been watching the Great British Baking Show, and I've had to Google quite a few words. Oh, okay. Interesting. Like what? Um, whatever you call um, zucchini. Courgette. And trying to understand the difference between a pudding, a cookie, a biscuit, and a sponge. I'm... That's been... That's very tricky. I, I I get lost quite a bit. I think I think it's easy to to know the difference between a cookie and a sponge. Well, when they are doing sponge week, but it's cake week, and then they make a cake and it looks like a pudding, and then a pie <laughs> is not a pie. Pie has meat in it. It's 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 just interesting. And then people were saying maca, and I think they were trying to say mocha. So it's. I don't think they were trying to say mocha. <laughs> I think they were trying to. I was trying to help them out through the screen. Can I, can I ask you a question here about pies? Are you saying yes. you don't have meat pies? Not. I think there are meat pies, but I think they're in certain regions in the United States. So I did okay. look it up, and places like Michigan, they have those types of things. But I only know a pot pie. And it's kind of the same thing with meat and peas and carrots and things inside of a, a pie shell. So that's the only thing I've grown up with is a pot pie. Hmm. But I assume people have meat pies. I just never grew up with them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, I would have, I would have thought so. Uh, I wonder whether you've ever had a pork pie, a British, dare I say, Melton Mowbray pork pie. Because they are protected. No. no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Next time you're over this way, I will find you a traditional Melton Mowbray pork pie. Okay, let's do it. I, I, I'm up for I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm curious with all these things I've been seeing on, on the Great British Baking Show. So it, it's been fun to watch. We yeah. have basically gone through 10 years of shows in about two weeks. Oh, right. Okay. Proper binged it. Yeah, we have been binging. It's easy to watch. It's easy to watch. So. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, in these modern times, that kind of thing I find very helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really cool. And it's relaxing and not over the top. So I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Excellent stuff. Yeah. But we're going to talk about something a little different. So we got to switch gears completely. Up a few. And we're going to talk about K-pop today. Yeah. Well, you say we. You say we. It might, we. It might mainly be you. We are going to talk about K-pop because I know you love K-pop so much, oh, right? so much. I am, <laughs> I am the ARMY's number one fan. The ARMY's, but did you pay, though, what? to be a part of ARMY? Exactly. So we're going to talk a, a little bit about all of the things, good, positive, pros and cons about K-pop. But <laughs> we're going to do a SWOT analysis on K-pop. Yes, we're going to do a SWOT analysis on K-pop. I've actually learned a lot by getting into the world of K-pop, mainly into the world of BTS over uh -huh. the last year. Um, really fun stuff to watch when the world is falling apart. 
But I have found that you are not a huge fan of K-pop and K-pop stands. <sighs> okay, I think you just endangered my life by saying that. But um <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because apparently yeah, they okay, right. So so look, I don't I don't have enough knowledge uh to justify anything as strong as hatred of k-pop good um, political statement look at you <laughs> you burned yay you. yeah i've been watching the british politicians um <laughs> yeah I, I i don't have enough knowledge right so so i'm quite happy to be educated what i do know is that one of my children uh confessed to really liking bts and now just does a lot of the dance moves in the living room a lot that's good you know that's really good they mm -hmm. could be dancing to other things right yeah sure <laughs> yeah oh, you know okay. it all looks it all looks fairly wholesome but i don't know where it's come from i know it's come from korea but you know i don't like how how did it just suddenly go explode into this worldwide phenomenon it's called marketing and smart marketing, I would assume. But how much knowledge do you need to like it or don't like it? It's just music, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. And, I, you know, I, I do. If I like a, a track, I like it. it. You know, I'm not embarrassed by who's made it. If I like it, I like it. I'm happy <laughs> with that. I think that's the only way to be with music, by the way, is if you like it, you like it. You should you should listen to it and don't be put off by anyone else's distaste for for that so that's that's I'm, I'm all cool with with that i'm all cool with with k-pop in that in that sense um bts right there's a lot of them i don't seven, i'm not yes. I'm, seven i'm not sure what they all do um, they sing and dance yeah but like in but in a boy band uh, are we allowed to call them a boy band? Because there's a bit there's a bit of androgyny going on. So, like, is that is that the wrong thing to say? Boy band would like should we take gender they out are, of it? They are considered a boy band. Okay, yeah. right. So, with boy bands, boy band. you normally have roles in a boy band. The more people you have, the more roles you've got to find for people. So, you've normally got <laughs> the one that the talented one, the one that actually sings. You've got the one that's a really good dancer. You've got the funny one. Uh, okay. you've usually got the one <laughs> you've usually one that the newspapers you know uh, out um, oh wow okay <laughs> uh, the outed one the outed one um, you've got the one that like splits from the group well there's okay. five so, I mean how many more roles can you get seven there's seven of them and yes, i guess i know that there's seven of them like what are the roles like what what's it like go run through bts and tell me their names and what their role is okay so bts includes seven young men all be between the ages of 23 and 28 because i did learn that in korea they have their own way of um, doing birthdays and then they have an international year you know like literally the year you were born type thing but um <laughs> there is seven young guys um park jimin um i'm, I'm about to mess this up jay hope john jungkook kim namjoon uh did i say jay hope yeah. jen min yoongi 
They call mm-hmm. him Sugar. And I think I might be missing one. Um, and then there's Jen. They call him um, the most handsome guy in the world, uh, Mr. Handsome. So I, I think what's different about them, because it did it did take me a while to kind of like figure them out. Because when I watch one of the videos, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's like so many, so many like boys running around doing things because they don't stand still and they change their hair color like every three seconds. But <laughs> what I've soon discovered is they have their roles in the groups. They'll have the lead singer, main singer, lead rapper, main rapper, lead dancer. And then they have visuals, the visuals. Oh, and I forgot um, Kim Taeyong. So for anybody who is their, bi- if Taeyong is their bias, I forgot him as well. So they have this visual, which is supposedly the beautiful one that meets the Kore- the typical com- Korean standards of beauty. And then you have your singers, your rappers, your dancers, and they all are so talented that they can mix back and forth with all of these different roles. And I think what's the difference is that we've been used to, you know, boy bands, girl groups that have the lead singer. And then you may have two other people who could sing, but it's usually just the lead singer and everybody else. And they kind of get rid of that. And everybody has a role. Everybody sings on a song. No one is left out. Um, And then they will do subunits where maybe the singers get together and the rappers get together. So it's quite interesting how they set it all up. And then they go for the dance moves, the the visuals, the eye-catching videos just to get you drawn into them. Quite fascinating. Well, when you put it like that, it sounds quite interesting. (laughs) It really is. It really is um, how they put these bands together. And a lot of them are put together because they train. They they have this system of training kids through auditions. Their parents kind of just drop them off at these these training centers, like when they're 9, 10, 12 years old. And they will spend years and years training until the company forms a group for them. And oh. Yeah, so it's not like the friends in the neighborhood decide to put together a band. And I think that's where we get the thing of the one guy who's the great dancer, yeah. the one guy who's the singer. Yeah. These are all very talented. And then yeah. this system creates a personality for them. And when they get on camera, they 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 work that personality um, to get the fans involved. Okay, I've got questions. So Go for I, it. Hear, I hear what you're saying about... You know, you're in it. You're in with your mates, and you've there's there's five mates in a group, and four of them uh-huh. can sing, but Dave he can't sing, right? But they can't not have Dave in the group because they've been friends for life, so it's not really cutthroat. So Dave's on just doing some dancing and miming, never sings live, and 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 then at some point there's a bit of a scandal because someone's forcing Dave to sing and he really can't. Um, so okay, so 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 they're okay. So I get that. Are, the... are you having um, a Spice Girls <laughs> flashbacks? <laughs> but okay, so I, I, no, but I think there's plenty of there's plenty of boy bands where you can tell that that's the case. So yes, I, so I get that. I get that. So this is you know brazenly open, manufactured pop, trained to deliver these yes. these things and they are selected like or how people would fit fit together so like i don't know uh, i'm not saying this is the case but if if one of the criteria was that they all had to be the same height to be the perfect boy band they would pick the people that would be about the same height you know um yeah. 
And when you, but when you say that they develop their personality, does that not suggest that these, that that it's it's so much of an act that they're not their true selves, and that all of these kids that fall in love with them are falling in love with a fictitious character? And does that matter? Well, I mean. <sighs> I guess if we look at actors and, you know, how how they operate in the world, we fall in love with some of these characters and we forget that these are real human beings. But I, I guess if we step back and, and not just look at the band themselves, but look at the company that is in the business of making money and they are in the business of producing pop music with beautiful people to sing it. I mean, you have to create the personalities because I, I, if I'm correct, I think they have done the research to figure out which personalities will will entice people to like the group for different reasons. Because if we look at BTS, seven completely different personalities and they bring in the people that, you know, that are attracted to those different personalities. Like we have one young guy, Suga, who is very much low key. Um, some people call him very emo. And the fans who love him, they love him to death, you know. Because so, he's emo. Well, because he just has, he's not ultra playful, but when he is, he's adorable, all those kind of things. And he will attract those quiet fans that love his music and love his talent. So I, I think what they've done is very smart with these companies. And of course, BTS is not the first company or boy band over out of Korea to do this, but I think over years they have defined what is the perfect looking band. And if, if we go back to the Motown, Motown days, they did the exact same thing. You crafted what you wanted to put out there and everybody had to do their part and act their personality that was given to them. Yeah. Oh, well, I suppose that they've always done that, haven't they? I, I just want it with, yeah. with the days. So, okay. So would you say, in fact, I know that I've sort of answered my own question in a, in a way I was, I was going to say, that of course, it's just traditional, isn't it? That the young people fall in love with the the character in the the, the boy band, whether it's whether they're real or or not. They they decide what what they know. My my sister was a massive fan of a band called Take That, and she um, she once they where we lived, there was a hotel that famous people would stay in if they were going to some of the bigger cities because it was quite out in the sticks but they were staying in this hotel it was really nice and it was near, near us she would hang out there hoping to see them when they stayed for the tour and when they'd <laughs> been for the tour and after they'd left the hotel her and her friends booked um a day in the spa because they knew apparently i don't know how they knew they knew that this band had all been in the sauna so they wanted to be in the same sauna as them that they'd been in just weird stuff right uh, um yeah yeah so so okay so people fall in love with those so they're just falling in love with they decide who they think they are whether it's real or not fine um which which is which is very interesting um because i've seen a lot of what the fans post on youtube and the fans have definitely created some personalities for some of these young people in these groups and um, which I think does cause problems later on, absolutely cause problems for the artists themselves. In what way? 
Well, I, I think when you had to craft a personality and then your fandom believes it, and then, of course, they will take it and exaggerate it. Now people oh, right. assume that they have to live up to this this standard. And when it doesn't work out, the fandom gets mad oh. when they discover, oh, my gosh, you're dating. You're not supposed was, to be dating. Oh, yeah, my gosh. I was going to say, are any of them like seeing other people? And does that cause issues? Well, that would cause heartbreak, no? Uh, traditionally, out of these K-pop companies, they have contracts where they sign up for seven years um, and they are not allowed to date or have any type of relationships. And I've, I've thrown a lot of side eye at this because these companies, especially I would say like a group like BTS, the, these are grown men. And I think sometimes a lot of people forget that these are yeah. 23, 25, 28 year old grown men, but the majority of their fandom are people under the age of 20. And, and I think there is a, sometimes there is a disconnect that they still have to appeal to very young people. So you mm. can't throw in the dating. Uh, my friend said her and her daughter were watching one of the videos and they were drinking wine and her daughter who's 15 was like, oh my gosh, you're drinking alcohol. And I'm like, yeah, because they're grown men. <laughs> <laughs> this is what grown men do. So I've all, I've thrown a lot of side eye when I've talked to a friend who I got educated on this. And I was like, are they dating people? And she was like, oh no, they wouldn't date people. I was like, a 27 year old man? Like, okay. Yeah. Is, it, is it wholesome? <laughs> what they, I mean, it is wholesome. They, okay. They don't show skin. They don't they don't talk about um, I, I think this particular group is not a lot of love songs. Um, they dedicate everything to army. So when people says, you know, are you dating? They say we only date army. We fall in love with army. So really good. I, I think a good marketing scheme from the company to give them a focus, not just some random person they're in love with, but everything is dedicated to ARMY. We miss ARMY. And for those of you listening, ARMY is the fan club of BTS and every K-pop group has their own uh, fandom fan club name. Like um, GOT7 is another group. They have Agase, which well, means I got seven. That's <laughs> a very modern phenomenon. Like, hasn't Lady Gaga got yeah. her ARMY and... Katy Perry's got hers and all of that kind well, of stuff. Kate, what is Gaga's group? I forget. Oh, I don't know. Um, I know like Mariah Carey's are the Lambs. Um, Beyonce has the Beehive. So, well, it's, it's yeah, cute. that 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 kind of thing. So it's the, it's the same sort of thing, really. Yeah, I, I do agree. It's kind of it's clever to kind of just focus on the army. So there's no yeah. there's no skin. There's no suggestive dancing. There's no love songs. No raunchy videos. No, they may do a little few things suggestive, but it's light okay. suggestive. No raunchy yeah. videos. No. no, nothing like that. I think in their early days, they probably had some questionable, you know, um, things that they tried to do, no, but not crazy. Right. Nothing okay. crazy, but just any, young and like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> any scandal forthcoming, do we think? I don't. This particular group, from what I can tell, they've been pretty clean and you don't really hear about scandals, but people will create scandals around yeah. them. The only unfortunate thing is that when you have a fandom this loyal to you, and I, I guess it's not much different when we've talked about Prince Harry and how people believe Prince Harry belongs to them, that when there is a picture of somebody with a friend or with a neighbor who just happens to be of the opposite sex, they will they will start threatening those people, yeah, which yeah. is unfortunate. And so... They'll do yeah. that on Twitter 
for sure, because this is the one thing that I can't get my head around. And this is, I know you sort of alluded to it earlier. And, you know, if you are part of army, not the army apparently, but just army, you know, come at me. But uh, they're ruining Twitter. I don't see any of this stuff. So I, what is it? Okay, so we we have to back up a little bit. So they have... I will say the one thing with BTS, they have a very powerful fandom and they have these young men grew up in the age where social media is how you connect to people. And even from their beginnings, they started, you, you got to live inside of their life. They have a running YouTube series. You get to see all of their behind the scenes. They do stories, they do V lives, um, their own little app that they use. So you have gotten people emotionally connected to them for the last seven years and they and they are i mean kind of ruthless when you go at when you go at bts they will come after you and um and what we saw the power of them was during oh gosh when they were uh trending that white lives matter on twitter last year the fandom just went in and just flooded with fan cams of all k-pop and from what I understood, even when Trump did his first rally in person yeah. back last summer, they said a lot of the K-pop fans started buying tickets so nobody could go to the thing. So yeah. it's very That's powerful. Cool. So yeah, when they don't agree with something you don't like, they will flood you with with the fan cams. And I'm 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 up for a bit of it. Um but I think yeah. Uh, Get get tickets by all means. Uh, stop Trump from from spreading his word by all means. But like sometimes I've noticed that whenever there's a topic trending and it's really popular, all I see is a load of K-pop, and I'm like, well, what's that got to do with baked beans or something random? There's nothing to do with K-pop. I don't get it. It's, it's so funny. I don't see that. So maybe that's why you needed to get off Twitter. <laughs> I don't know. Usually because somebody comes in and does says something hateful and that gets the fandom going, you know, and of course people will respond and they will take over and come and defend or take down if they need to. But it is, it is a very interesting phenomenon of how protective these fandoms are for these different K-pop groups. And and sometimes they will attack each other. The the different groups will oh, attack Civil each other. Which, yeah, it, it kind of they will just start attacking each other. But it's I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of crazy when it it when it all goes down. But outside of that, I I do think these are some very talented, especially BTS, some very talented young men that are you know just trying to do the best and obviously. They're doing something that people are attracted to the music and will stick around for a while. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't really just don't like pop music. Period. The the music's okay. All right, I mean, pop it's... music is for young people. I at the end of the day, yeah. I am a old school R and B girl because you can always find a song about uh, find a song about a broken heart or something like that sometimes with the with pop music in general it's just good for right now mhm mm yeah but yeah you know yeah <laughs> i mean I, you know I, I, I like a power ballad 
you know, like an 80s power ballad. It would be quite interesting <laughs> if they did a cover of, of that. Um, yeah, the music, the music is 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 what it is. I feel too old for the music, and that's and that's fine. Um, but I like Dynamite. <laughs> Dynamite is cute. That was their first Eng- all English um, album that they put out, and they hit number one. And I think that's also been the griping point for a lot of k-pop fans is that the majority of their music is in in korean Mm -hmm. with some english words in and people are just feeling like they're not getting a fair shot in the united states because or in or in england because they're not speaking english and the other thing is a lot of people think they're very feminine looking um because they wear makeup and you know they color their hair and they have beautiful skin. Oh my gosh! Uh, so I'm like I'm just sitting here like, how do you get your skin that way? But um, I think that's, that's just modern, though, isn't it? What having beautiful skin? Well, I mean, young men are more likely to wear moist wear moisturizer, apply moisturizer from a a younger age than than older men who are only just discovering it because. They've shoved it in a black bottle and called it grrr or something. (laughs) (laughs) Now they'll use it. Uh, (laughs) Well, I I think from what I understand, that's been a thing in Korea to be, they're very focused on beauty and fit skin and all that kind of stuff. So I I personally don't see a problem with it. I'd love to go to Korea because some of it, some of it just looks like so intense and bright I, I think it'll be a very interesting place uh, to visit. That is definitely on my list of places to visit. And I think because of K-pop and groups like BTS, they have brought in a lot of tourism. Mm. So much so that they got their Congress or their whoever runs the government to extend their military time. Meaning, because at a certain age before you're 28, all Korean young men have to serve about 18 months to two years in the military. Oh. And have they, done they have, no, they haven't. They've been <gasps> pushing it. So. Uh... And they have one member who is about to hit that age. And they, they have all these loopholes. You can go to go to grad school to delay it. And um, at the end <laughs> of the day, it's still a company whose product yeah. is a musical group. And they're trying to, this is where I think some of the negative comes from. They're definitely trying to squeeze every bit of money they can out of them. And they went for trying to go for the Grammy with that dynamite dynamite song. So hopefully they get it, but the company I, I do think can be a little predatory because I bought tickets to one of their concerts, which was really, I really was impressed by the concert, but they sell so many things to an audience that doesn't necessarily have money that it is quite fascinating that um, people haven't called them out for um, <laughs> predatory marketing amongst this um, fan base. Oh, I just thought that was a normal part of modern pop concerts, though, the amount of merch that, that is available. I'm not sure there's anything unusual about that might be on a different level. I don't I don't know. I haven't been to one of well, their concerts, you- but. Well, when you get a when you get a message every two days telling you to buy the latest uh, thing, it's 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 a it's a little concerning considering who their target audience is. But then again, big companies have done this with that particular audience for years. So, um, thinking about like getting into it, then before we have to wrap up, but bef- but like how how is BTS a good entry level stuff, and is there 
another band that would be like a bit darker or more sinister or maybe a fe- <laughs> or maybe a, a female group in k-pop that one should look at well i i think the big uh girl group is black pink and they they had another cool song over the summer with um I think it's ice cream and it was it has Selena Gomez. So they, they are a fun group um, to, to, you know, if you want to follow just a girl group, um, they, the, the women in K-pop have a little bit harder time too, because of all of the, you know, misogyny that's happening. Oh. But as far as sinister more, you got to remember K-pop, I mean, K-pop is just pop music and usually pop music is on that bubbly side. So you just have to go with the type of music you like. There are groups that are more R&B. You have your rock bands. So whatever music you like, you just got to go find who is doing it in Korea and just get into it. And it may not necessarily just be K-pop. So you just have to go find good music. And SoundCloud is actually a really good place to go find good music. Yeah, I might go and have a look at it. Um, If we do go on a field trip to Korea... (laughs) Um, once restrictions allow, I think maybe it's worth us sort of dividing and conquering. I'll go south, you do the north. <laughs> north South Korea? Okay, I'm not going into <laughs> North Korea. We'll 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 leave them to their own things until they figure out what's going on up there. So okay. I'll pass. All right. Well, <laughs> you've you've cheered me up uh, with this discussion on K-pop. I feel like to cheer myself up any further, I, I need to go in and listen to to some. So I'm going to go and find Blackpink and yes. check them out and see what they're they're like. And... Yes, you should do that. And if you have, if you like a little bit more R and B feel, I would definitely say go for Got Seven, even though they just broke up. Oh, devastating! Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I probably won't look at them because I like to be uh, on the money. I don't want to like look in retrospect. You know, if they're if they're the album just came out a month ago, you're fine. What? And they split up. Well, remember they have these contract things and they couldn't come to terms with their contract, so oh, they're finding a new home for the group. Okay, okay. But the music is still really good. Really good music. I'll listen to it and I will let you know whether or not it cheers up my mood. Okay, let's do (laughs) that. That was a good discussion. Thank you, Felicia. You're welcome, Paul. There's a lot going on in the next week. So um, who knows? We might be back very soon. Oh, yeah. We have this inauguration thing, don't we? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. We've got to get in the news commentary charts somehow. (laughs) That'll be it. Anyway, until next time, we'll see you. See you. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.